0: women to succeed. Now, let's welcome the host of the Empowerment Radio Show, Randy Goodman.
1: Hello, everyone. This is Randy here with the Empowerment Radio Show, and I have a really special guest here, Carolyn Dickinson, and she is a success coach for entrepreneurs. We're going to find out what that means. But I want to give a really warm welcome to my podcast guest,
2: Carolyn. Welcome, Carolyn. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Randy. I'm so excited to be on with you. I'm looking forward to an amazing time with you.
1: Me, too.
2: Okay, awesome.
1: <laughs> so, Carolyn, uh, some like Probably most people that are listening to this podcast don't know who you are. So, can we start with a little bit about your upbringing and then we'll get into the nitty gritty stuff?
2: Sure. Um, That's a great question, actually, because most people, when they hear my upbringing, tend to be quite shocked. I'm actually from the Caribbean. Both my parents are West Indian. They're from St. Kitts. And, you know, we grew up with an interesting philosophy, at least in our family, we did. And my You know, my mom did most of the work, and my dad worked hard and did the outside stuff, and mom did the inside stuff. But the funny thing is, my dad made sure that both the girls and the boys were all trained in every aspect of life. I had to learn how to change a tire. I had to know how to check the oil in a car before I was allowed to drive it, windshield fluid, um, cooking, cleaning, laundry. But my brothers also had to know how to do all that stuff, too. I mean, I've been on a roof doing shingles with my dad. Do I love that stuff? No. No. Am I grateful that I know it? Yes. Not that I would do it, but it certainly set me up powerfully in life to be able to um, really stand up for myself or to understand the trades that when I'm providing or receiving services that I could really um, know what was going on and what needed to be done, which was exciting for me. But one of the things that, that most people don't know about my upbringing is I actually have dyslexia. And I'm much older than I look, so in the days when, uh, we won't say exactly my age right now, but in the days when I was younger, one of the challenges that I had in school was a lack of understanding of of my learning capabilities. And it became very challenging because the way the adults dealt with it was in a very negative manner, kind of like the philosophy to be cruel, to be kind. So if I tell you you're not doing well, you'll want to do better which mm-hmm. we know doesn't typically work for children. You know, mm-hmm. we get past it, but there's, there's always a challenge around it. Mm-hmm. But it was definitely experience for me. And we had a huge family. We we're all loving. And obviously, you know, they all wanted the best for me. They just weren't sure how to best support me. But in, call, in high school, there was one counselor that just, I, I remember her name to this day, Mrs. Davidson, took a stand for me. And because of her, I have to say, that started my life. I am who I am today. She had a belief in me that was unconditional, that was loving and supportive, even beyond what I had or anybody else around me. And I didn't even have the grades, I'll be honest with you, Randy, because of the lack of support that I needed to Mm -hmm. understand some of my challenges. Mm -hmm. Um, But she knew there was something inside of me. She literally took me to Centennial College walked me into the registrar's office and said, and I remember his name, Trevor Massey. you need to register this girl in the school. And he said, okay, Mrs. Hamwood. And that was it. I was the most shocking thing I've ever experienced in my life. And they introduced me, the next introduction for me was a gentleman by the name of Mr. Davidson. And he was a counselor there that specialized in people's learning challenges. And it was the most excitement in my entire life. I felt like I was bored again. And an opportunity was given to me to change my life, my story, my experiences, my knowledge, and my outlook. And it was—I was, was like—it was like a dream. And from that point on, not only did I graduate in a student as an as early childhood educator, I went on to do psychology, went on to study some of social work, work in the field, as well as to become um, a registered family mediator. And from there, went on to different jobs and businesses in the corporate world and, and just exploring because I realized, though I loved working with children and I loved that industry, there was something more that, I, that was driving me to go after. And it's interesting because all growing up, you know, I kind of heard, well, you'll never be a good trainer and you'll never be a speaker and you'll never do this. You should just do like work with kids. And I share this story not for sympathy, but I share it for an understanding of what, when you have a passion or drive inside you what it can do to push you forward regardless of the circumstances around you, regardless of what people are saying or what you're experiencing financially or anything else. And there was an internal drive that just took me to another level. I don't know where it came from. I thank God for it every day because of where I am Mm -hmm. today and what I've been able to accomplish and the people I've been able to help. I was so blessed with Dave Robertson in in, in college that he hired me during the summer on a contract position to help him develop the program in all of Centennial College. And so I'm one of the people that actually helped found the support system for people with learning challenges and physical challenges to be able to be accepted in many of the courses they were being denied. So to me, that was very exciting, and I went on to university in York. And from there, the head of that counseling department started my speaking career. And he started taking me to schools to speak to parents and students and teachers about learning challenges and the potential success that was available to them in the support systems because many people were feeling very um, hopeless and distraught. And mm-hmm. I realized the empowerment I had that after every session there was a lineup of people standing to talk to me and ask questions. So wow. that kind of was a little bit about my journey and where it really brought me today and what I'm doing. Wow.
1: That is... Absolutely incredible, and I thank you for sharing that with us because I know there's a lot of people out there who are listening to this podcast who could be experiencing the same kind of thing. Maybe they weren't, I'm going to say, as lucky as you to have a support group around them to help Mm -hmm. them through these issues, and I think that's crucial, crucial, You know, whether you have a learning challenge or not, it's crucial to have a very incredible support team of people around you.
2: Yes, we all need help. It doesn't matter who you are, what you do, how much money you have, or what position you are in life. We all need support and help. Absolutely. Absolutely. So,
1: okay, so we know, and thank you for sharing this with us, so we know what led you to. Uh, where you are today but tell us about the business that you have today
2: what do you do now so a lot of things that i've done over the last few years have evolved to bringing me back to coaching and supporting others and that came from a true realization that it doesn't need to be this hard um so as a success coach for entrepreneurs my journey is to really support other individuals to create exactly what it is they want. And sometimes it's very challenging to see what that is, to be clear on it, to um, have the mindset that can take them there. And often we don't even realize that it's a challenge until it's pointed out. Because, you know, we obviously, we can't see what we can't see. Mm -hmm. And, but we'll feel stuck or we'll feel uncomfortable, or we'll, we'll go back a few steps, and yet we can't see why. And I realized this in my own life on many occasions when this happened, and I realized that it is so important to have someone who understands who has been there. I mean, I've been through the corporate world. I've been through running my own businesses um, and learned a lot, made a lot of mistakes. I'll be the first one to admit it. But it brought me to realize that I really do have a passion to helping people dig and find out what's really going on for them and then help them understand it, get past the garbage in their head and create strategies and support systems that keep them focused and directed to reaching their why. Love it. Love it. And
1: you're very good at it. And I know, I, I mean, I see you at events. I see you conversing with people and you are so passionate about it. And I love thank that you. because I think that everybody should be doing what they're passionate about and it really shows. So thank, thank you, you for for making sure that that, that, that was your life mission <laughs> you know, so that you can help yeah. people. So I want to ask you, you know, you deal with clients all the time, and I know you've been in a bunch of different industries and you've gone you know, through, you've experienced the school systems, the corporate world, the entrepreneurial world, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, so I know you've encountered a lot of people and seen a lot of challenges out there. So what would you say are the most prevalent challenges that you would
2: find with your clients or with others that you have encountered? Fabulous question. Thank you for asking. Um, It's interesting that you say that, and it's much more simple than most people realize. But the biggest challenges I see are mindset. I know that term is used a lot lately. But mindset is really getting past the, as I said before, the garbage in your brain. And that can be how you're perceiving something, how you're looking at a situation, expectations that you've wrapped around it, that you don't even realize that you've done, um, how you're perceiving that your business has to run um, because that's what you've been told or that's what you've learned. It doesn't make it right or wrong. It just there could be a better way that you're not seeing. And focus. You know, As much as a lot of people say, well, this is what I'm doing and this is why I'm doing it, When you really start to have a conversation and really start to dig and ask questions, the clarity of the why and the focus isn't as accurate as perceived or it might seem. And that's where people tend to run into challenges. I've even worked with clients that have successful businesses, but now they're about to launch it or take it to the next level and then something pops in their way. Nothing that can be in their forefront that they're seeing, they're thinking they're doing all the same things, but somehow they get demotivated. And they're still working away, still doing their stuff, but it's not growing. And then they become to well, why isn't it growing? And that becomes into frustration. And then that becomes into, um, you know, holding back and not getting your work done, and uh, sales going down, and a shift in the business. And that seems to be a huge challenge. Right? There's other people that are going along, things are going well, and everything's perfect. So it seems. And you have a conversation with them and you start to realize and ask the right questions that allow them to kind of perceive something. And all of a sudden it's not as perfect or as good as they'd like it to be. And it's not because of lack of talent or knowledge or experience. It's really not knowing what they don't know and what they, mm-hmm. what's actually in their way. And it's kind of interesting because the biggest challenge I find is getting clients to truly just open up and let it out. And from experience, and even other coaches I've talked to, it takes anywhere from three to six months for somebody to truly open up. And I've had people, Randy, that will come out and say, I am completely open. I am so coachable. Mm-hmm. You know, I've even said it. Mm-hmm. And then you really start to get down to the nitty gritty and work, and mm-hmm. you realize, wait, you're not as coachable as you said you are because you're fighting me on everything I'm asking you to do. Mm-hmm. And you're not as open as you said you are because I know you're holding back. <laughs> all right. So I think the biggest challenge is sometimes creating that relationship and that trust so the person you're working with truly can open up and mm-hmm. really dig and find out what's truly going on to move forward and create that focus and that, that solid why and, and really be able to bring all the strategies and systems around that to build it and I've watched clients and it's usually again three to six months where that shift happens and all of a sudden I don't know what happens the door opens up and they really start digging into the work and all of a sudden they start to move forward and even they have said back to me oh my god you're you're right like Mm -hmm. look what's happened and I'm excited again and I'm loving life again and I'm like I'm moving forward and that's a challenge but it's one challenge I love Mm-hmm. You know what?
1: I am like flabbergasted because, you know, I've really just started to hear this from the coaches around me. And it's very specific coaches. You're one of them um, mm-hmm. who have talked about this idea or this reality where it really takes three to six months. Right. Mm-hmm. And you hear coaches selling these three month programs or these six month programs. But I don't think there and there may be, but I don't know that there's even a realization that what you're saying, how people, you know, they got to love you, know you and trust you in order to really or well, one to buy from you, but also to open up to you. Right. Yeah, And we always say it about buying from you. But you are I mean, you hit it you hit the nail on the head. Like they you know, it's it's like building any relationship mm-hmm. where I have to learn to trust you, I have to get comfortable with you to start to open up and as you build any relationship, not just business but family, friends, whatnot, you know, you you start to divulge more and more and more of yourself. Mm -hmm. As you get to know somebody over time, this is no different. And I absolutely love the fact that you're bringing this to light, that people, you know, when they think, I don't need a coach for three months or six months, what are you talking about? Well, you just hit it on the head. Like, (laughs) you know, people... And and they're in denial, of course, but, Mm -hmm. you know, it takes that long to get comfortable with you and to start to get down to the nitty gritty. You've got to learn the surface stuff first and then you start Mm -hmm. to get deeper and deeper and deeper and start peeling the layers like an onion and and get to the core of it. And I hear you like it's totally shouting at me going, wow, like, you know, I won't do
2: less than a year contract. And it's not because I want your money. It's because I am not doing you a service. I'm not being a good coach Mm -hmm. if that's what I'm offering you because Mm -hmm. I've realized what it takes. And, you know, I had a client after a six-month period, and this is a great example, I can't mention any names, but sent me this big, long email. She was kind of questioning about moving forward. Sent me Mm -hmm. this big, long email and was so worried that I was going to be upset with her. Mm -hmm. And all the different things and the challenges she was having and the questioning and all this stuff and where she was at. And and one of them also stated she realized that she hadn't done three-quarters of the stuff I asked her to do. And I already knew that, but she had to come to terms with that because Mm -hmm. it's in the results. And she was worried I'd be upset, and I went, oh, my God, thank God. She goes, what do you mean? I go, thank God, now we can really start to work.
1: (laughs) I love it. I've been waiting for this.
2: And I said, next time, don't wait so long. I said, but hey, this is great. I love it. And we went through her whole list, talked about it. She's like, oh, I'm like, okay. And so from that, we've now, like, she's excelled. Like she has excelled in ways that she didn't even believe was a possibility for her.
1: Right, right. Because
2: she finally just broke down, opened up, let it all out, and realized I'm not here to judge her. I'm not here to quite, like in, judge her in any way or form, what she has to say or how she's feeling. I'm here to support her to get the answer she needs to move everything forward.
1: Absolutely, and that's phenomenal. You know, so I know for me, one of the biggest takeaways in our conversation is the realization that you know y- you need that time in order mm. to get to the nitty-gritty and start dealing with stuff then. So once you've gotten to that six-month period and you've gotten to the goods, now you need the next six months to fix it.
2: <laughs> well, it's not just that. And, and that's a great okay. point, Randy. Thank you for pointing that out. But it's also, too, I could give you a thousand strategies. Mm-hmm. If you're not ready to take them on and implement mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. or you're stuck somewhere it doesn't matter how many strategies I give you, they're not going to work. Right. Because you're not going to implement them. Exactly. exactly. And so that opening up, and again, some people three months. Some people are, are striving to work sooner. And um, as soon as that happens and you start implementing the strategies, they really start to work. Yes. And that's the other side to it, right? Like I could, I could start our coaching session and I could give you tons of strategies on how to handle any challenges that you're having. And if I don't have them, I know enough people I could get them for you. Right. And that's great. But if there's a block for you and you're not clear or you're not understanding your why mm-hmm. and people think they do and then when you dig, you find out they don't, and it doesn't matter how many strategies they give you. They're not going to work.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you for that. Thank you, because I that's think that's sure. a, an incredibly important takeaway for everybody listening to this podcast. So, you're this expert, you're helping people, you're loving it. And what kind, okay, so they're going through all these different challenges, and of course, depending on their challenge, there's a different way to fix it. What kind of help do you suggest people take when they find challenges with their business?
2: It varies. I mean, I individualize it to the person and what their needs are and what they need to do. So if we're talking about doing some digging, I have different questionnaires I send them, depending, again, the need on the individual or where um, our conversation goes and the questions I'm asking. Because I have a whole list of things I could send to someone, but I also don't want to overwhelm them. So each person is very individual on where they're at, and I respect that. And so what I'll do is it might be questions to do some digging and figure out their why. Or maybe they're clear on their why, but they're stuck somewhere else. So I have another list of questions I send them, which just allows them to kind of um, think about things differently. So the questions really cause them to kind of dig and and answer questions that maybe they haven't thought about for a while or have never thought about and really start to see some underlined stuff. Then that Mm -hmm. opens the door for another level of communication for us. Then depending where they're at, it might be another set of questions or a different kind of assignment where it's um, a brain dump, where they just... Because we tend to put restrictions around ourselves. Um, mm-hmm. We tend to... If you're like me, I'm a perfectionist. Um, so mm-hmm. I want everything perfect the first time, which we know doesn't happen. So I've had to, mm-hmm. I've had to work towards overcoming that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that can also be a true challenge because then you put stuff off and wanting it to be perfect and judge yourself. For me, a brain dump, and I've learned this over time, is, is just getting it all out and then let's figure it out together. Let's have another conversation. Just get it out. Mm-hmm. And then tell me what you've learned from that and where we need to go with it. And then I'll support you in that area. So it's kind of a process per individual person. And there's many things I can recommend. Um, again, depends on the need of the person, depends on what the challenge is at the time. Um, and the other thing, too, is you want people to be able to work at stuff and not overwhelm them and feel like, You know, all I'm doing is homework. So it's really setting someone up powerfully for success as well, but also pushing them. Like I'm not, I tell my clients right up front, I'm not here to be your best friend. I'm here to support you, and I'm going to support you when you need it, but I'm also going to push you because I want you to have the success you want or that you desire. Mm -hmm. So there's days you're going to love me, and there's days you're going to hate me, and I'm okay with both. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: definitely. Definitely. And I think that's what a coach needs to do. So if somebody's out there thinking I'm going to hire a coach, they're going to help me, it's going to be this wonderful, easy experience. It's not, you know, it's going to be tough, (laughs) there's going to be challenges, there's going to be things you have to do that you don't want to do. But if somebody doesn't push you out of your box, you don't grow. So no, I'm totally with you there. Totally, (laughs) totally with you. So what kind of results? can people expect when they go through a coaching process with
2: you or take one of your programs? Um, Lots of things. Focus, being clear with your why, a mindset that keeps you in the game regardless of what is going on in your life, structures and systems that will support you to stay in focus and and directed to getting to your why, Um, You know, understanding where you want to take your business and then staying on that path and not being distracted by the different support systems that supposedly pop up. And I call them the low-hanging fruit or the shinies and sparklies. I know that's very Mm -hmm. simple terms. But it's the stuff that comes up when you are working towards something that if you don't really think about it, think, oh my God, if I take this route, I'm going to get to my why faster. I'm going to get to my goal faster. And so I ask all my clients that when that happens, just bring it to me before you decide, and let's break it down. And that's where I ask tons of questions. Mm -hmm. And it's all up to them. At the end of the day, it's always the client's decision. Mm -hmm. But I bring them to a point where they can decide, is this going to take me to my goal, or is it going to distract me and take me away? And in most cases, it's going to distract and take you away. Right. So it's, it's really cr- that clarity, that focus, that mindset and the structures to keep you in that direct line to where you want to go.
1: Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Now, what makes Perfect. you so passionate about sharing
2: information with people? Like, What is it that really hits home for you? Because I realized in my own life how hard and difficult I was making things and that I was getting in my own way to the success I wanted. And I really wanted to show people it doesn't need to be this hard. And you can have what you want, whether you're looking to improve and get a better job, build a business, whether you're starting it, or take your business to another level. It really doesn't need to be that hard. Yes, you have to work. I'm not going to deny that. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's hard work, and sometimes mm-hmm. it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't need to be as hard as we make it all the time. And right. I just, my passion is to just support people in having the success they want, but doing it in a way that's sustainable and will keep you moving forward. Love it. Love it. So what would you
1: tell people about trying to get into this industry? Is it difficult? Are there any tricks to the trade? Are there any secrets you want to share with us?
2: I don't know if it's difficult. I think as a coach, you really need to realize that you're not here to tell people what to do. You're here to support them to identify what it is they need. Yes, sometimes, you know, I will give strong recommendations and suggestions. And I think you need to be extremely patient. You need to realize that you don't take anything that goes on with your clients personally, because it's their stuff. Mm-hmm. And you're just there to be patient and supportive and understanding and kind of give them that guidance. So if you're looking to get in this industry, be sure that's what you want. Because I'm not going to say to you it's easy, but I love it so much that I'm okay with some of the challenging and character-building moments I experience. And I love it because I feel it's part of growth for me. And you really, the secret to it, I think, is you just really need to be passionate and loving and not just come from the technical side, but also from the heart side and be able to integrate those two in a way that allows people to really hear what it is that you offer and why you want to be able to support them and take them where they want to go. Love it. Thank you. My thank pleasure. you so much.
1: Yeah, and Carolyn, it's been such a pleasure chatting with you today and thank you for sharing all that great information. I know... This is going to drive people to go get help, and I hope that they contact you. But can you tell us where do they contact you? Like, how do they find you online if they want to connect with you?
2: They can go to www.carolindickinson.com, and that's spelled C-A-R-O-L-Y-N dot com, and I do offer 30 minute discovery sessions so they can click on there and they can book an appointment to have a conversation with me and see what's possible for them
1: that's fantastic and to be able to get 30 minutes for free with you phenomenal so everybody go to Carolyn's site com and definitely connect with her so thank you so much Carolyn for a fabulous interview My pleasure. Thank you for having me, Randy. Well, thank you. And I want to thank each and every one of you out there for listening to this podcast. And please remember to subscribe and share. And please write a positive review. Thank you.